What is up, y'all? Before we get started with today's show, I am so excited to be sharing more details about my mastermind, Show Up and Lead. Show Up and Lead is a mastermind for women of color, coaches, consultants, and service providers who not only have the desire to scale to six figures, but want to do it in a way that is simple. They want to grow their business without complicating things. They want to take things off their to-do list, not add more things. I am here to tell you that it is possible to not only hit six figures, but to hit multiple six figures by doing things simply, by focusing on your mindset, focusing on your client results, and really getting great at being the owner of your business, putting that CEO hat on without adding all the extra bells and whistles. I've helped my clients create hundreds and thousands of dollars together and doing it in a way that is simple. So if you are interested in getting on the wait list for this mastermind, make sure to click the link in the show notes, or you can go to my Instagram page, Kat Del Carmen. Go to my link in bio and you will see a button that says mastermind waitlist. Make sure to sign up. Once you sign up, you will get all of the info in the next coming weeks about applications and when the doors open and webinars that I'll be putting out all of the all of the details so make sure you're there get on the wait list and I will see you there my name is Catalina del Carmen and I'm on a mission to put more cash in the hands of women of color I'm a wife mom amiga prima And I happen to run a multiple six-figure coaching business. On this show, I share sales and marketing strategies that keep your business simple, your mindset focused, your bank account big, and your impact even bigger. So if you are on a mission to create generational change and you want to make a lot of money doing it, welcome to the Latinas Booked Out Podcast. What is up, y'all? Welcome back to Latinas Booked Out Podcast. I hope you are doing well. Today's episode, I am actually sharing a Q&A from my webinar, How to Sell Out Four Figure Offers. So if you haven't downloaded my webinar yet, you can do it using the link in my show notes, my link in my bio on Instagram, um, my website, literally a zillion places. Um, But if you haven't watched that webinar, I highly, highly, highly recommend it. I share the exact steps that help me sell out my offers all of 2021. Um, And it also shows the process that I help my clients go through. So if you haven't listened, make sure to listen. But on today's episode, what I did is take out the Q&A portion. I was listening to it the other day and it was just so good. And I was like, I'm going to reshare this because it's it's just filled with a lot of knowledge and a lot of... um, 
not only like tips and tricks, but I just thought it was really good. So I wanted to make sure that I put it on the podcast. So today I'm sharing the Q&A of that webinar. Um, also, you probably could notice I'm a little bit sick. It is because I'm a little sick. I just got back from Hawaii with my family and I got sick. Luckily, it wasn't COVID. I think I picked up what my son might have gotten in preschool, but regardless, I'm fine. I'm good. Um, but that's why I sound a little bit funky. So anyways, I know you're going to enjoy this episode. Also, I want to remind you that if you are interested in learning more about my mastermind, if you know you want to be in my mastermind that's coming up, I want to make sure that you get on the waitlist. So you can find the waitlist in the show notes below and you can find it in the link in my bio on Instagram and um I have a new website coming out, which I'm really excited about. So lots of good stuff happening. I'm also going to be sharing, um, I'm going to have a webinar in the next month. So look out for that. There's lots happening. So stay tuned, but make sure you are on that list. All right, let's get down to the episode. Take out your pencil and pen because I am sharing a whole lot of wisdom. All right, let's do this. This was so fun. Okay. So here are some questions I'm going to answer. Okay. How to embody coach identity when still having a nine to five. Here's the thing. When you still have a nine to five, this is what I challenge my clients with when like, especially if you're a new coach, I don't know if you're a new coach, but if you're a new coach, your first job is to a hundred percent be a coach before anything else. So when you introduce yourself to people, you are a coach, right? Like that is who you are. So one of the first things I have, like my clients do, especially if they're newer coaches, is I have them email their entire network and invite everyone or tell everyone, Hey, I'm a coach. This is what I do. This is how I help people. If you know anyone who needs help, send them my way. Like that's one of the main things. Another thing is for you to find opportunities to introduce yourself like a, like a, as a coach, right? So I used Instagram stories, Instagram lives to repeat, Hey, I'm Kat Del Carmen. I'm a business coach. This is what I do, right? I want you to literally say the words out loud to people as much as you can. So if you want to embody coach identity, what you got to do is you got to look at everyone around you and you got to imagine that all of them can be your client that you can literally help anyone and everyone. And the reason is when you are in that identity, you are being a coach. You're seeing everyone as a client, which means you're embodying like, oh shoot, I'm a coach. That's what I do. And let me just also say your coach identity isn't like this far away thing. You just get to freaking decide like that. I'm a coach. And then you go practice over and over and over again. Okay. And if you guys want to talk, like if you want to do like a little back and forth, I'm fine. Just let me know in the question. Um, I'm in the content and messaging mind drama that I don't know how to communicate the value of coaching to women of color. Okay. So messaging and content drama, I don't know how to communicate 
the value of coaching to women of color? Well, here's the thing when it comes to, and this is just my advice when it comes to podcast, I'm podcast, when it comes to coaching, the reason I it's clear for people that they see the value of coaching is because I talk about coaching. I have a coach. I have multiple coaches. I'm in the experience of coaching. Right. And I've talked about the value it's had on me, but here is what I would say in terms of a content messaging piece, I would focus less on, let me, let me show them on a platter, the value of coaching. And I would do more of like, what are they really struggling with right now? Right? So if your clients are, for example, let's say they really have a hard time. They have, they're super high stress, right? Like maybe you help high performing people with hard jobs. (laughs) That's horrible explanation, but let's just say that's who you help. I want your focus not to be like, Hmm, how can I like show them the value of coaching? I would rather you go out there and say, Hey, I'm a life coach. Here's what I help. I help you decrease your stress. So you can have, so you can enjoy your life with your kids and still do all the things you want to do. Stress is the problem that's keeping you from being successful in your business while enjoying your family. I'm going to give you the tools to help you minimize your stress by using a, B and C tools or like something like that. And, or just creating, doing a live and talking about all the things that the, all the challenges they have in their business. And here's the thing. And it goes back to what that goes back to is the, the solving your client problems, right? So like when you're saying that, what I'm hearing is, where is it? Yeah. You have to be focused on what's going to get you results and solving your clients problems is like number one, you have to be living and breathing. And here's the thing. If you don't have clients and you don't know what their problems are, then take on some free clients. Like you got to earn your clout too. And if you're not sure, then take on some free clients. So you could grow that identity. You can also grow your skills as a coach and you get to firsthand hear people's problems. Okay. Um, what does revenue focused mean when I say revenue focused? So here's the thing. When I say revenue focused, I mean, what is actually bringing it? Like for this example, how did you create your first client? What were you thinking? So like a revenue generating focus, uh, focus activity for me is thinking the thought everyone wants to work with me. When I, in the beginning of my business, I always, always, always thought that I believed it. I wore that thought. I was like, how would it feel to really feel this? So that would be an activity to like, really be like, how would it feel to like pause and stop and be like, how would that feel? Okay. How can I take action now? Another revenue generating, generating activity is getting out there and solving your client's problems and like doing it with content doing it with marketing, sending an email, like really bringing value, making offers, making lots and lots and lots of offers. I stress this to my clients. I'm like, you literally won't make money if you don't make offers. It's kind of like the deal. (laughs) I hope that was helpful. Um, 
how do you make an offer and what counts as an offer? Here's an offer. Let me, let me show you. All right. If you, if you, this is an offer. Okay. I'm putting my offer hat on. If you took something away from this webinar and you know, you want to work with me, I want to invite you to work with me. I work with people one-on-one. I work with them for six months long. There's group coaching, there's Voxer access, and you have to be a coach or have some type of service that you sell. It's $10,000 or two payments of 5,000. That's making an offer. If it's like, like, I'm not always telling all this information. (laughs) I'm typically like, here's what an offer looks like, like on Instagram or on an email. It's literally just, Hey, it's giving value. I always say give value first right? You want to give some value. You don't want to just be like, Hey, work with me, work with me. You want to give them something for free, give them value for free. And then just say, Hey, and if you're interested in working with me, or if you're interested in my group program, reach out to me or check the link in the bio to, you know, apply depends what your offer is, but making an offer isn't complicated. It's literally just saying the words like, Hey, I invite you to work with me. It's as simple as that, like doing it over and over and over again. And if you really want to know how, just look at all my posts, like the posts that are pictures, read them all, read them, and then look at the bottom. You'll see all of the offers. Let's see. How do you make offers? I've seen you ask people to work with you. Do you tell people what the offer is or do you simply invite them to work with you? So all of you who are here on this webinar were invited by me to this webinar. I made an offer to you to come to the webinar. So it, I don't want you to overcomplicate offers. It's just inviting people to work with you. It's inviting people to open up your email. It's inviting people to, it's literally just like, Hey, I'm here. I'm here to help you. If you need me, I'm here. It's really simple. I don't want you to overcomplicate it. It's literally that like all of you, when you're asking, how do you make offers? The, I did it a hundred ways for this email, for this webinar. Those were all offers. How do you study your clients? What are you looking for in your notes? How do you break down their problems? I think, and I'll get, I'll get to the hand raising too. Um, here's the thing. How do I study my clients? One, nothing trumps experience. Like the more experience you get, and this is why I'm so revenue focused, right? That's why I'm so, it's so important to bring in money in your business because when you bring in money, that means you get to experience being a CEO, like a a manager, a business owner. It gives you experience working with clients. It gives you experience creating onboarding processes. It gives you experience in creating results for clients. Like all of that comes from generating money and like getting clients. Right. So when you say, how do you study your clients? I listen. And I'd say the hardest thing I do is I force myself to sit down and like think about them, like literally think about them, think about them. Like, what are they, what are they struggling with? Like even you can, here's what you can also do. You can look at past coaching calls, see what you missed. What did they say? What am I looking for in their notes? When my notes, I look for some patterns sometimes 
remember like going back to like, we want to solve our clients problems, but here's the thing you can't like, it's really hard to solve your clients problems. It's really hard to solve your clients problems. If you don't have belief in your offer, your people and you like, it's going to be very difficult. Like this is the main work that helps every other step. This is the main work. You have to go out there and like really exercise believing in yourself every single day, every single day. Okay. I'm going to move on to the next question. Oh, and actually one more thing. How do you break down their problems? I always try to find similarities that from my experience that can relate to them. And I try to explain the problems that way using my own experience. Okay. I'm at zero K for one-on-one three K as a contractor in nine months. My ideal client is women of color. Do I just keep testing how to speak directly to them through my story? Then I feel like I'm just talking about myself too much. I have a lot of questions. (laughs) I would say get a coach. Um, I don't know if you have one. And if you do have one, um, I would ask you how many offers are you making on a regular basis? Are how often are you showing up for yourself and your business? And the first question, what I should have asked is what are your thoughts about yourself as a coach? What are your thoughts about yourself as a coach? Like if I were to ask you, how's your business going, right? Like, what are your thoughts when I say that? And those will be reflective of how you're showing up in your business. Because somebody who has like a really, like who's having fun in their business and is in a place of like abundance and they're at zero K for one-on-one, but three K as a contractor, they'd be like, oh, I like, I've made $3,000 in my first year of business. I'm like, I'm, I'm getting better at this every day. Like that kind of attitude helps along with focusing on revenue generate, generating activities, being results focused, making offers, learning how to create more value and showing up in different places and like figuring it out. Here's the thing. There's like, there's levels of where, like if you've, if you're new to marketing, then you have to learn how to market. And in that case, I do recommend trying a whole bunch of new things, but once you do, I would reel it back in. Like I would reel it back in and be like, okay, now that I've tried all these things, what can I simplify? So I can make space in my room to be really, really good at what I do. Okay. I had a no call, no show today for a clarity call. This isn't the first time it's happened. How do you bounce back from this? What do you tell yourself to keep going? You are going to get every kind of no in the book. Like, here's the thing. What I say is like, of course I got a no show. This is what happens in business sometimes, right? Like if it keeps happening, then I want you to try to solve to that problem. But if this has happened two times, I want you to keep it moving and keep the ball rolling. There's a lot of other people who need help out there. Like you're going to have to, you're going to be, you're going to experience all the no's. You're going to experience people who don't show up. You're going to experience people who DM you and tell you they want to work with you and never sign up. You're going to experience people who show up to the call and say yes, and turn into a no. 
You're going to experience people who say no on the call. You're going to experience maybes. You're going to experience people who work with you and then want to refund. Like all of it is a part of the experience. So when I say be willing to feel every feeling, that's what I mean. Like you got to be willing to feel any feeling possible to grow your business, like feel rejected, feel like, like you might be on the wrong path. Like the feeling of it is okay. And it's safe and it's normal to feel that way. What you do next, right? Like I want you to process the feeling and here's what I'm not saying is like, just like put a thought on your feelings and like be positive about it. I'm not saying that I want you to process your emotions and I want you to go through it. But I also want to be clear that you getting a no show has nothing to do with you. It's a part of the game. It's a part of the game. And there's going to be a lot more. If it becomes a problem, like a normal problem, then, then I would dig into it and look a little more, but I would need to know a little bit more about your business. Let's see. How have you practically worked on challenging thoughts that don't serve you? Daily journaling. So it took a lot of time. There's a podcast episode on my podcast um, called um, Self-Coaching, which I highly recommend everyone listening to right now. Um, I would say yeah, I use the self-coaching model. It's what I teach my clients and it comes from the life coach school by Brooke Casillo. So I would check that out. That's kind of the main tool I use. And I daily journaling, I don't journal daily, but I do try to journal often. I personally do two things. I journal my prayers. I journal like random what's happening in my life. And I journal manifestation, what I want to create but I'm not super consistent with any of it. Like I I do it kind of regularly, but not every day. What's your best advice for someone looking to make their very first sale in their coaching? My best advice is be resilient, be willing to try a lot of new things, um, practice enjoying the process as hard, like the, uh, the best, the, like the, what is the word I'm looking for? Like the hardest earned skill is earned in your first, like probably 25 K in business. Like it feels like it's not coming. It's not coming fast enough. It's not going this and just practice being resilient and get really, really good at building like massive belief that like nothing is going to stop you from creating this. No circumstance. If you have to get a job, if you have to do this, if you have to do that, nothing is going to stop me from creating this because this is what I meant to do. And I'm always going to find a solution. And really, really practicing that every single day, as hard as it feels like your number one job is to really be your biggest hype woman, (laughs) be your loudest hype woman. It's true though. It's true. And that will, yeah. Okay. Uh, that literally worked for me. Heard it on your podcast. Everyone wants to work with me. Yeah. Everyone wants to work with me is a thought that like, if you just decide to like, try on a thought, like 
for one minute, if you held on to everyone wants to work with me and you closed your eyes and you're like, what would that actually feel like? That was the thought that literally led me to lots and lots of money. I like really started living and breathing like, oh, everyone totally wants to work with me. Like I believed my friends wanted to work with me. People online wanted to work with me. My coworkers wanted to work with me. My cousins, my tias, my tios. Like I was just like, everybody wants to work with me. Even if I can't even work with you, you still want to work with me. Like I believed it so hard, but it took a lot of time to like really put that on and believe it. But like, I'm telling you, if you're willing, if you're willing to really just focus on like, okay, I'm not letting BS thoughts get in my way. I'm making this happen and going with, um, intentional thinking. It can, it's a life changer. It changed my life. Okay. Have you ever worked with anyone to help them start their coaching business from scratch? Yes, I absolutely have. Um, in the beginning of my business, I did that a lot. And a lot of my clients are still building their business from scratch. Um, I like it. If you are really interested in working with me, I'd love to get on the call with you so I can understand where your mindset's at and all of that. Um, but I have, that's like a lot of my clients to help them from scratch, um, in the past. Now, a lot of my clients have made some money in their business and they will really want to get to like next milestones. Um, but it's really, you know, if you're interested in work with me, like let's get on the phone and talk and see if it's right for you. All right. I've been advised not sharing that I have a program to offer. What? Wait, wait, wait. Let me make sure I'm reading this right. I've been advised not to share that I have a program to offer to invite, to invite people to a call process then share that I have something. No. What are your thoughts on that? That seems no, I, here's the thing. The reason I've been able to build this business is because I am a hundred percent real. I keep it a hundred. There's absolutely like, I don't hide things from anyone. And I really, really, really can like, people can smell that from a mile away. Like I would never get on a call and, and I don't mean to like, like make you feel bad. <laughs> um, it's totally okay. I'm like, I just don't believe that you should get people on calls and then, t- and then sell to them. Like, just like, just think about like this webinar alone. I even told you in the beginning, like, look, I'm going to sell you something. If you're not interested, like, please, it's totally okay for you to go. And I think that type of relationship with people helps you build that trust. Okay. Yeah. I wouldn't, I personally would not recommend. What are your thoughts about this process? I would, I would, I would just look at making offers and keeping it casual is like the way like, Hey, I got, I can help you. I know how to do that, but I always try to make an offer with some value. Like I try to share knowledge or share experience or share a piece of content. Like I want to give them some type of value before I make an offer, but like, sometimes it's casual. You could just be like, oh, I'm a life coach. Yeah. Like I work with these kind of people. If you know anyone, feel free. I personally wouldn't do things that way. That's just my style. Thank you for everything. Thank you for representing excited to apply. Oh, I'm so excited not feeling bad. I just always on the fence about this process. Yeah. The process above, like I, I, I personally would not be comfortable with that. That's why I'm not like, I'm not for like DMing people and being like, 
Like I think the best marketing people come to me and that's how I've built my business. And the, and it's not because I have this magic pill. It's because the way I think about myself as a coach is so high. Like I really think I'm a great coach and I know I can help people. And I have such belief in that myself. And I talk about it with conviction because I've, I'm, I'm I practice what I preach and I do it over and over and over again. Even when I have call, even when I have, um, days where I feel like crap, um, let's see. Oh, I missed one. What's one good tip to give us for when we're on sales calls. My biggest tip for you during sales calls, and it goes back to not not this one. It goes back to, hold on. It goes back to revenue generating, over delivering in value, solving your clients problems. Think about your clients in your biz. So it's kind of related, but the absolute best advice I can give you for a sales call is to be fully present on the call. I have a podcast episode about this. Um, but one of the biggest things I see is that people on sales calls are so wrapped up in their own mind drama. They're thinking things like, I want to get this call. Did I say the right thing? I want them to buy. I want them to do this, but your job as a coach on a call is to be present for them and have no agenda. Like when you don't have an agenda on a sales call and you're like, look, I'm here to help you. If I can help you, I'd love to work with you. If I can't, then I'm the wrong coach. Like that kind of attitude has brought me lots of success, like learning how to be on a call and be so present for them without any of my crap. Like my, my, my thoughts about like, oh, I want to get this sale. I want them to say yes. Da, 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 da. No, that's my own drama. That's not theirs. I do not need to put that on them. So that's my best advice. All right. I think that's it. What's your podcast episode on this? I'm going to check what that's such a good question. Um, about sales calls. I think it is, I need to get like a dictionary of this. I actually did it on a live. I think it was three things not to do on a sales call. That was a really good Instagram live. Um, I also would recommend episode 107 judging clients. Like a lot of people have judgments about either their clients or about people that they want to work with. Um, yeah, I would check out the Instagram lives. Oh, and, and episode 120 is a sales call episode. So listen to that one. 120, I should say. Okay. Um, all right. Hey amiga, if you are not on my email list, you are missing out on some juicy content. I share sales and marketing tips every single week. Plus, you're the first to know about new freebies and webinars and all the other things fun happening. To get on the list, sign up for my free training, How to Sell Out for Figure Offers. This training will also shift your mindset around what it really takes to book out your coaching business. So sign up in the show notes or on my website, catdalcarmen.com to be added to the email list. I will see you next time. Mwah.